Uh, I got a question. No, no. I, I finish what you're saying, though. No, I finished yeah. my statement. That was it. I just wanted to get it off before I forget. Okay. I got a statement. Can you guys recall uh, the first time or any time you guys were called a nigger? <laughs> oh, wait. Yo, welcome to episode number seven of Code 99 Podcast. Let's see what we're unlocking today. You're here with your boy Sprad. I got my boy Carlton. And we're here with Myron. What's up, y'all? What's up, guys? What's Gucci? Not How's much. it going? Crossfitting? Getting vaccinated? <laughs> Nice. How how you feel after that shot? My arm's sore, but that's about it. Honestly, it's some regular shit. Okay. Has has your opinion on the vaccination changed prior and and? Nah, I like the first wave, get it, and I got it. And the first wave weren't zombies, so we were chilling. <laughs> so I ended up getting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially, especially since my mom yeah. and my aunt got it before they they both got their first shots before me. And they were chilling, yeah. and so I mean they got to get their second doses, but yeah, they've been fine for the most part. They've been fine. Yeah. Is your is your mom under the age of sixty five? Yes. Okay. Not by much though. He said. <laughs> <laughs> he called you old, Mama Myron. <laughs> and my aunt, <laughs> and my aunt's an older sister, so yeah, she's definitely above sixty five. It's funny. So, no. Yeah, my my brother, he's a, he he got his second shot last week. Shout out to him. Um, so he he he's good though. And so my mom just got it. My grandmother just got it. So it looks like I'm about to get it too. It's only the right thing to do. I want to go to the doctor's first though, cause I got allergies. You know how that goes. I can't relate. <sighs> allergies suck, bro. Be blessed. Can't relate. <laughs> I was literally at my no. mom's house the other day. You're a no. I I'll be breaking out in hives and shit. You remember? Oh yeah, Mister Hives over here. Yeah, so I gotta be real careful. I ain't trying to have no crazy sporadic fucking attack on me. Well, I could give you the paper. And then, you I know, the modern, the mo- how do you say Moderna one? I don't fucking know. But I got the paperwork. It tells me everything that's on there in that, in, in that shit. Mm. Yeah, now nah, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just go to the doctor. I'm gonna consult with them. You know, just do the vials and all that stuff. Just make sure I'm in good health and whatever. Before I go and put something injected in, because uh, you know I'm good right now. So, but it, there's gonna be like limitations as far as the. Uh, if it's gonna give me limitations as far as like traveling and stuff, then of course I'm gonna want it. Big facts. I'm saying, I mean, I'm still not going nowhere until this shit is like gone, gone. As much as I yeah, I don't know, man. California, I I've been dying to go back to California. I want to go back to Europe. Uh, my girl wants to go to Japan, so I'm like, I'm down. I want to go to Tokyo. Fuck it. I'm the only reason I want to go want to go to Tokyo too is because they have like video game cafes. So like they have like a Street Fighter cafe and shit like that. And you yeah. go and drink like I don't know a Ryu tea or whatever. I'm like, I'm down. Fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> and my um. I got a cruise coming up too. Well, I don't got a cruise. I got I could sign up for a cruise. And my boy Kenny, shout out to Kenny again. He just moved down to Florida, Miami. 
So I got a nice little spot to, to visit. And whenever I want to go watch Miami Heat games, you know. <laughs> oh, shout out to Josh. My boy Josh, he, I, I got to go visit him too. He just got out the hospital because he, he tested COVID positive, but he made it through. Oh, yeah, yeah. shout out to him. Blessings yeah. to him, man. I hit him up. That shit hit him oh, like a shit. hurricane. Really? Yeah. Damn, bro. It's not good to hear. That shit is still alive and well. That's the sad part. People, mm. you know, everything's opening back up, but. Yeah, things, things are getting better, but COVID is still alive. Fuck COVID. I just want to be able to go somewhere and eat a cheeseburger, bro. <laughs> no, we actually went. I had dinner on Friday night after like um going on like this Pokemon hunting adventure, Pokemon card hunting adventure, and uh, it was pretty nice. But like, I hadn't had an indoor dinner in like a long time, so those are like a like you know a rare uh, things now in our in the, in this era. So it was kind of nice having to sit down with my friends and uh, having a nice dinner after failing at getting Pokemon cards. Hmm. Hot commodities these days again. They are. I didn't even know that, bro. I, I, I didn't know either. So apparently, like my my boy was like he was a, like, he loves Pokemon, right? He he's he's buying Pokemon cards because he wants to rebuild his collection, right? Because he like gave it away a long time ago to a friend of his, and he let it go, right? So he's like, I'm old enough now, I got my own money, I want to like rebuild my collection. Like, cool, that's dope, right? But apparently, uh, a, I don't know when. I think it was like last year. Or like pre-pandemic, or that's when the pandemic was hitting. Logan Paul, the YouTuber guy, he bought Pokemon yeah. cards and opened up a pack. And you know he has a good, a huge following, so it just went fucking ape shit. And, and I'm getting tired and, of this shit. And then not to mention, um, Logic. You know, Logic stopped making music, and he signed to Twitch for like a million dollars. You know, so Twitch paid him a million dollars just to stream. And I think right after that, he paid like 1.2 million dollars for like this Charizard Pokemon card. And, wow! It, it is, yeah, because it's like from the nineties or like that, like first edition type shit. That's why it costs one point two million. So yeah, so it's That's becoming great. a hot commodity because like you know Barney, Barney, he was the one who went to, uh, he was going to the thingy. So he woke. There's like this box now called, called Shining Fates or whatever. And um, what the difference is with these are is that they come. You know how I don't know if you know how deep, how well versed are you in Pokemon uh, terms and shit like that, but um. In the game, you get, uh, let's say you get a Pikachu, right? But there are shiny versions of these Pokemon, so you could get a shiny Pikachu. But the shiny Pikachu is, like, hella hard to get. And the, what the shiny huh. means is that they're, like, a different color. Like, this might be, I think he's, like, a, a shade different or whatever. But it means it's shiny, and it's, like, hella rare, rare, right? So they started doing that with the cards, and uh, because the hot commodity and people, you know, scalpers and fucking people flipping shit these days... Um, you know, people will, will buy this, this, let's say, like, uh, the box he got was, like, 50 bucks, and it comes with a mad booster box packs and all that shit, right? And he only got, was able to get one because they were liberating it, but these guys are selling a $50 box for, like, upwards of $300. Mm. So, he was able to get a couple boxes, wild. and he, you know, got, pool, like, some decent pulls, and... But, like, he wanted to get more, but, you know, it was, like, so hard. And afterwards, we, we tried to go to hit up the Target with a couple of the friends who they wanted the same thing. Yo, the the Target, like, the Walmarts and the Target shelves were, like, empty. Like, you could literally see the space of where the Pokemon cards go, and it was empty. That's crazy. Because I think one of the cards is, like, a Charizard card in the pack, and, like, it goes for, like, like three grand or whatever. Yeah, it's ridiculous right now. 
And it's only the scalper fault that the shit goes up to these prices and shit like that, which is kind of fucked up. Same with the PS5s and the Xboxes and shit. <laughs> I would have never thought. You know, I thought I thought the only thing that was going to come out of Pokemon after the cards was Pokemon Go. But, of nah, course, game, you know. Games are still, they kill the games. Oh, yeah, that's... Killing. You yeah, that. you read about that. But the yeah. cards, I didn't know they were gonna do that shit again. And honestly, yeah. like, I still play the games to this day, and they kind of lo- lost their luster to, in my opinion. But you know, there's kids out here who don't give, like, don't see it the same way I do. Who haven't been playing it for like twenty years. They only play this, and they, they think it's cool. So they're making it. Yeah, I get that. that. I get that. Yeah, but um, did y'all did y'all see Elimination Chamber? Hell fucking yeah. No, sir, but I got the notifications. So, yeah, Miz <laughs> is champion, bro. Miz is champion. And I like it. Yeah. Even though it's long overdue. It's like mad, like two, two or three years late. But he's, I'm glad he's champion. Because Wait, before you guys dive into the, the results. So, I was at my family's house. And uh, the uh, elimination chamber from previous years was on the app. And yeah. um, someone wasn't trying to watch that shit. So when the show started, and I can't remember what the uh, actual first match was, uh, we had to change it. <laughs> uh-huh. So that's why I didn't watch it. Oh, yeah, my, sis- my sister wasn't having it. <laughs> she told my brother-in-law, if you don't change from this shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty lit, too. I'm not going to hold you. Yeah, it was good. They They kept it short, too. No, I love the fact that they keep it short. And I mean, I, I, like, having two like matches, two, uh, having two chamber matches is got kind of tiring. I'm not gonna hold you, but like it was, it was, they were still decent. But yeah, Mrs. Champion. Yeah. And I like the fact that Bobby Lashley is about to fuck him up next week on Raw. Yeah. So back to what you were saying about Miz, I think that last run when he had the IC title when he was really like running it, mm-hmm. that should have been his WWE championship run. Yeah, but I think he, what they're doing now. But then yeah. he made that title important, though. The icy chip back important. He was like, he did. He was really. He made good. the prestigious again. He he killed the shit. Yeah. Of it. But I just feel like when people get that kind of spotlight and that highlight, it should be on a the grand stage because he was the show. You know, I think the momentum he has now is like uh, it's like less of it. You know, I think it's more like to set up uh, John Morrison's return. Kind of like when um AJ Styles came along with with Chris Jericho. Bro, I think they just gave him familiarity to get back in. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, the only reason he's champion right now is because they needed to get it off Drew. And Bobby Lashley is yep. the first to give it to Bobby Lashley. I think Bobby Lashley is finally going to become WWE champion. You think going to do it like that? Hell, 1,000. He's just going to win it next week? There's no way he's holding it. To me, he's not. They're already saying rumors are saying that Miz is not involved in the Mania Championship picture. So it's whether he loses yes. it next week or Fastlane. So it, it's a it's a matter of not if, it's a matter of when. And Bobby Lashley is like the yeah. most protected wrestler of all time right now. Like this man cannot lose, and if he does lose, he look makes him look like a fucking monster, bro. Like Braun back in the day. So I have a, I have a prediction. And I like that. I like how they let him. They they put him over on Braun Strowman last night. He looked good. He killed that man, um, bro. Yeah, it's just that like they be giving him the bullshit matchups. They they don't. They be treating him like he's not no United States champion. He's not a little nigga. Like he's not mid Carter, bro. Like I get they was giving Drew his shine, but like the, I don't know. I just I didn't like that. But um, I feel like what they're gonna do is set up Brock Lesnar's return. I think. I think. I, I think. Uh, 
Bro, I, I feel like um, Bobby Lashley's um, going after the title. I think it's going to be stopped by Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's going to come back and hit him with something, you know, I and start their feud for WrestleMania they, I because I think that matchup is good Lesnar with or without Brock a belt. At Mania? Nah, you're yeah. wild, bro. You're wild. Yeah, like. Nah, I don't think they do that. Come I, on, I, man. They I keep mean, on teasing us. Cool. Yo. It'd be cool. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. In like the like, I, I'm intrigued by it, but I just don't think WWE's gonna pull the trigger on that shit. Because like Brock Lesnar protected. You think Brock is coming at all? No, I think Brock's coming. I don't know when. It's just a, I don't know when he's coming. He's definitely coming okay. back, but I don't know when. The thing is like, you think for not not for Mania? No, it's because he didn't come last year. Well, no, he no he won. He beat fucking Drew. I'm sorry, he lost to Drew. But um, I don't yeah, know, bro. It's just because to put Brock. They already protect Brock as it is, and to have put against Lashley yeah. is gonna like. I don't want no bullshit match. I'm, and honestly, I'm tired of like. I I, 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 I fuck with Brock. Don't get me wrong, but I don't want no like two second like oh a squash match where like he does two moves and then Brock Lashley does his thing and whatever. I actually want a legit match for the W title. Even if I don't know who's who Brock like Lashley's a, a good fight. fuse. Yeah, I don't want. I don't know who Bobby's okay. gonna fight. I don't think it's gonna be Drew. And but I want a legit shit right. I want some legit fighting and. I don't think that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Like, who else legit is gonna be? Is either Braun Strowman or like Bobby Lashley? It has to be someone big. I mean, like, I mean Brock Lesnar. It has to be someone big that he could fight. It can't be someone like I mean it, Drew McIntyre. You can it, see it, but it might be Drew only because there are going to there's going to be fans at this mania, limited capacity, and you know, yeah, and whatnot. They did say but, that there was a rumor yeah. saying that they they bring along. Or they like they took it off him so he could actually win them in, with in front exactly, of the crowd. Exactly, exactly. So I can see that happening too, and I don't mind that either. But like, I want Bobby Lashley to have a dope ass run too. I don't want to lose the title either because like if he does get it, yeah, like, I don't want to give him some bullshit, man. They yeah, bro. I don't want him to be some shot, champion. I want him to have like a legit run, even if it's just his, like this one time. You know, like he's he's been killing it with the hurt business and all that stuff. So it would be really cool to see him like go on a long run. I love the. Hurt. Business. I love the transition of of bringing out the new day, like taking them out of like you know the main picture, and bringing in the mm-hmm. hurt business. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind new of day like, is fizzing out. No, they're not fizzing out. It's just like they've just been so like predominantly featured. It's like you know you get tired of it. Yeah, and I fuck with them, but it's just like okay, like we know what you can do. Like honestly, they're gonna go down as one of the like. Like top three, arguably top three fucking tag teams of all time. The way they fucking push the shit out of them. So, yo, I love this new Bobby. Um, Biggie, this Biggie run is dope. He needs to be having like a nice world title feud and shit like that. But I don't know how that's gonna happen because I know for a fact that next year we're gonna get the Roman versus Rock shit. So. Mm. I hope so, man. They need to stop fucking with us. No, nah, I don't. I think it's gonna happen. Ooh. It's just a matter of when, bro. I, I and how rocks like you know because he gets every time he's gone back recently since he's gone injured. Yeah, he gets hurt all, all time. them damn fucking squats <laughs> and bench presses. Yeah. Stay in exactly. your field, Rocky. I love you, Dwayne Johnson. We all did. You was like on our day. I was growing up. This is not your field, your lane anymore. Stay in Hollywood. You don't have that but, stamina no more to keep up. Yeah, so it's. Lifting. And it's a matter of him too having time because he's doing like fifty movies a year and shit. So, oh man, you he's better you better make no time. What happened? He's not a good performer anymore, Mars. He he, it's become stale, bro. Because now he's just he he be like Ooh, in one, I think in one movie I forgot what movie he did it, but like at what where it started in. 
but he just started playing himself. And then I was like, okay, you're not even being like yeah. funny or cheeky anymore. You're just you're being not you just like, yo, get no, my check and I'm going to show up. He you. Funny. It doesn't fit him. You look no, like a be, rock. No, he could you be look? funny. He used, he used to be able to do it, but John now is like, He could be funny. But he's doing so many action movies. Him now, before it did, the overall package and the way he was presented to us, it fit. He got these fucking fake-ass Versace shirts on, the gold chain, the glasses. He has the the cocky persona. Then he's a ladies' man, and then he could be a jerk, but then be funny. Now he looks like he all he does is compete in Olympic games. Like he, it doesn't fit. <laughs> With a broken freaking neck, no stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah. Did you see? Did you see Jumanji too? I don't have. I seen Jumanji. the first one, and I don't want to see it again. I like the, oh, the second one. Good. Is hilarious. Is it really? I, I know that I like the first one. Yeah, he acting like you. Danny DeVito. The first like, one, this nigga's acting like. <laughs> the first one I actually liked. It was pretty fun. I'm like, oh shit. This no. Oh, are you serious? I, I enjoyed it, bro. It was a fun movie. It's not no fucking masterpiece. It's a fun movie, it's, bro. It's a fun movie. Yeah. Oh, come on. Mind you, Listen, I'm not, I'm not the biggest. Rascal. And plus, I'm not the biggest fan of Kevin Hart movies either. Like, Kevin Hart's. Oh. Stick to standard. Yeah, I don't yeah. think the movies work for him, to be honest. I think it comes off so forced in movies for Kevin Hart. If I had to yeah, 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 bro, it was fun. What, am I gonna go out my way to see it every time? Hell no. But for when I saw it, I was alright. Hell no. I, and I, and again, I just think it's the Kevin Hart factor because, like I said, he's, I don't think he's movie material. Like I'm glad he's making movies, making all this money and shit. But I don't, I just don't think he's like it for when it comes to movies. I don't know. If I had to choose between who's a better actor between The Rock and Kevin Hart, I think it's The Rock. And I think The Rock is low key funny. Well, because the Rock has more roles, Rock Rock played more of like a, no, a diverse set of roles. Kevin, he used to have, he used to be like inspirational roles before he was this badass. What do you mean? He was always badass. My favorite Rock movie is The Rundown, and he was literally the fucking bodyguard who was just, who was just badass. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking about um, what was that movie where he was like uh, the coach of the football team or like Green like they was in jail and shit? Great Iron Game, you know stuff like that. That's like when he first started and stuff like that. He was doing that kind of stuff, like, and then he just, then it just like he just jacked up and just started being like, a, yeah, action pack stuff. So. I, don't know. I, I do, I do agree though that the rocks against steel in movies, but one person who's not is John Cena. John Cena is way funnier than the Rock. I tell you that much right now. John, yo, John Cena, be yo. I don't see a lot of his movies, but I see clips of him, Bro, and I'm he, like, yo, this nigga. He has a cameo, and I forgot what movie it is with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, and he's playing the drug dealer. Bro, that shit. Yeah, is hilarious. He's like, I got, I got coke, heroin, dope. Like, bro, that he shit like fucking fifty drugs, funny, bro. And blockers, he makes that fucking movie, bro. Bro, you have to watch okay. and I need to see it, bro. He, bro, he plays like the stupid dad and shit. Oh my god, that's just so fucking funny. He's funny, bro. He, I think he, he he does it better than The Rock, to be honest. I hope he doesn't get <laughs> keep doing like the action roles. I know people want to put him in action movies because he's like his big brawl like ass dude. But like, if John Cena did more comedy, I think he'll make way more money, bro. Like I know he's in Suicide Squad and he's gonna be in the new in the Fast movie, which might get pushed to like next year again. And unfortunately, but yeah, I like I like John Cena, bro. He's a, he's he comes off more genuine on screen now, like more than The Rock. And maybe it's because he start just still starting. I remember, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, everybody got the ambition when he started up. But once he finally stride, you know, 
I think, like you said, The Rock, he's just money now. He just be you, make more money. Bro, The Rock has so many endorsements. He has his own TV show about his own life on NBC, bro. Like, Yo, did y'all see that? Nah, I didn't, I didn't see the no. episode yet. Is this good? Mm, I saw, I saw the first episode. Is it good? Really? Yes, it is. I know. Yeah, he man. I know. I, I only want to see it because I'm a wrestling head. Or we're, we're, like, exactly. We're head, so That's like, why I love it. He has like his his dad and all the oldies in there. Like he got fucking. He got all them niggas. He got uh, Andre the Giant. He got the Wild Samoans, Junkyard Dog, Iron Sheik. He got a few of them. It's cool, you know, because yeah, kind of give me a little insight of what it used to be like. Yeah, I could and they was like poor. Was yeah, he was. Yeah, he talks about that all the time. Like, and they show you. I'm like, damn. Like, that's our biggest star. They are. Niggas <laughs> call Holly a Ford. A place to live. He didn't even have to buy a car. Like, like from a homeless dude. Like, how 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 you gonna can't afford a car for yourself? That y'all sharing a family car, and he has to like wrestle, so he's taking the car most of the time. I'm like, wait, he can't afford his own fucking car? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, bro, it's yeah. it's wild. Yeah, it's called me. It was cool though, and then I saw the Keenan show too. You know, Keenan Thompson from all that. It was was okay. It was okay. That one I didn't really get to. He plays a single parent. Um, and I guess the 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 wife passed away, and he has two daughters, Mm -hmm. and he's obviously having a hard time. Like I guess coping with it. He doesn't really do it, and so he has like his um. Father-in-law, um, which is some white guy, and his brother helping raise his children. I mean, it's a good concept, but um, I don't know. I just picked up the first episode. It didn't hit me as good as the as the Rock show, you know, as Young Rock did. So, the rock, the rock but I, the... I'm gonna still give it a chance. All right, that's my nigga. That's my they guy, Keenan Thompson. Fox, right? Both of these shows are they on Fox? No, uh, NBC I think it's like NBC. NBC, okay. Yeah. That's cool, though. Okay. Shout out to them. You know, it's finally they they getting their own shows. Like, and it's like The Rock. You, oh, I forgot the name of that show. It was like, I forgot the name of us. I, I forgot the name of it. But like, he's basically telling stories from the past, present, and future. Like, oh, well, yeah, like he's like playing twenty. It's like twenty thirty two. He's about to run for election, and he's doing the interview, and he just keeps on talking about different stories, and he's playing like. He got a character playing his childhood. He got a character playing like him as like a teenager, and then he got a character playing him in college, and then he got mm-hmm. him playing him. And it's like you know, so we get to see him in the Wait, show. It's not get, like, like just like are we gonna get stories from him. when he was in like actually still wrestling? Cause that'd be dope. Like him, I like think try, so. working on his promos but, or some shit in the back, and they cast some Stone Cold Steve Austin. That'd be I, hilarious, bro. I think so. Cause they show them, they show them in college already. They show, right, right. and it seems like they're just showing different stories with life lessons, you know. So, and they just tie it all in with the different, you know, you know, different time it seems periods. Like a like a dope like idea of a show. I'm not gonna hold you. But it I, is not as good. Try it out. The first episode will get you hooked, just because it's like, then they brought a mouth old wrestlers. You want to keep on, you know? You're <laughs> like, oh shit, I want to see what's next. No, I, I plan on checking it out. It's you know, it's The Rock, and he's had an interesting story. Um, any other shows you watch, Brad? Uh, lately, what have I been watching? No, I've just been watching like old episodes of like Family Feud. 
Oh, you were grandma. Yeah, we watch all episodes. Deal or no deal. Oh my god! Yo. <laughs> I never watch um, like that no more. I just be gaming too much. You do I? The Bachelor. I've been watching that. Uh, the fuck have I been watching? Oh, I was a boxing a boxing event on this past weekend. I watched that. Um, nope, nothing's coming. <laughs> nope. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Nah. Too much to watch TV, bro. Especially now that I got this PC. Oh yeah, tell us about it. Tell us more about it. What my PC that I bought just to play NBA Live Street Volume Two? Best yep. one thousand dollars I've ever spent. Damn! Wow, nah, nah, it's bro, always worth it when that, it's worth that, it. That's cheap, to be honest, compared to like the builds out there, bro. Okay. Especially like now the GPUs are hella expensive, like uh, because of, you know the resale market and people like staying home, so they're building their own PCs. Yeah, I saw someone make a concept of, of WWE 2K22. I thought it was pretty cool. Bro, that shit looked lit. Oh my fault. Actually, I want to talk about one more thing about wrestling. So Seth Rollins' last promo he did, I'm telling you guys, he sound like Trump. He sound like Trump. Just click on click on the link I sent you in the group chat. I'm telling you, he sounds like Trump. He goes about how people betrayed him and how everyone's losers and about division. You know all this shit. It's, you see it, you be like, wow. I see where they're going. And it's Fox. Remember, Fox is, is on SmackDown, you know, running the show. I really feel like they, they, they reach a certain audience and they're using him as a satirical That's funny because, standard. yeah, that's Fox, but that's owned by Disney now. The only thing they don't own is Fox, Fox oh. and Fox News, bro, because they have ABC and ESPN for that. So technically... That's I like a Disney that. contract, kind of, sort of. If, if I'm not, if I'm wrong, I, I don't know. I could be wrong, but it's because they own all that entertainment stuff from Fox. So, gotcha. But yeah, I gotta take a look on that, that press conference. But still, I believe in my Monday Night Messiah or my Friday Night Smack uh, Savior. <laughs> Friday Night Savior. <laughs> the Savior of SmackDown, yeah. Yeah, Savior of SmackDown. Yeah, that's what it is, right? Yep. Now that works. I like how he always know how to spin it. Um, yeah, I don't get too much into it because I I want y'all to see this. But the Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh my gosh, man! That that one. Is that it hits too you. deep? Is it hella deep? Because I'm not. I don't think I'm ready for deep shit. Because we've been dealing for, with deep shit all year long. So it just shows you how. What happened during those times, mm-hmm. which was like sixties, seventies, yeah. is so relevant today. It's so relevant today. It's just how they treat you. How it just once you see it, you'd be like, "Wow," you know. And and I think it just it was just like a movie of hope, you know, just for people to like just like keep on with this revolution that that you know to be free. And and it's crazy because Fred Hampton. So nothing, nothing I'm about to say is like a spoiler alert because again, it's a this is a, it's like a, it's a historical thing. This happened already. This happened years ago. This happened decades ago. But, um, so basically Fred Hampton was trying to unite, like, not only like black people in the Black Panthers, but he was trying to unite like, like people who like, like true Southerners who carried a Confederate flag and, 
you know, white supremacists. Like, and he, and, and he, and he hit it on like on a point where it's like, we fighting each other. You could get hate us, but the real enemy is, you know, the capitalist, the is the government. Like, we are all oppressed. Like, you're poor too. He's like talking to like white people who don't have anything. He's like, yeah, poor too. We're poor too. We don't get the mm-hmm. same opportunities you don't get. Like, we're not the issue, and you're not the issue. The real issue is what's going on in the government. And it just goes on with, with that. Uh, and that's why they found him as a threat. And then even now, like, I think after this movie came out, there was, like, evidence that, or before the movie came out, that there was evidence that he, um, that they had, like, they there was, like, NYPD was involved in, in, in murdering Fred Hampton and stuff like that, so. It's wild, you know. It a cra- it's, it's a deep movie. It's a deep movie, but um, you know, it's it's a powerful movie, you know. Yeah, and then he talks it. about you know because you could kill a revolution, but you you could kill a revolutionary, but you can't you know stop the revolution, you know. You know, just stuff like that. I'm just like, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, and it's so so relevant to today, man. It's it's crazy. I haven't had a nice like. I haven't had a nice juicy like. Oscar nominated movie type thing and uh, or vibe in a long time, so I might just dip in and watch it. And they make you feel bad for a homeboy who um was working with the feds because they're they're showing stuff from his perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. They think um oh um Daniel Kaluuya. They think he's like the star, but he's just playing Fred Hampton. Yeah. But the real star was um Keith Stanfield. Yeah, so that's the guy that who was like, uh, Dave Chappelle, right? Playing O'Neill. <laughs> he looks like Dave Chappelle. Bro, I swear to God, that's Dave Chappelle's son. Look him up. You stupid. <laughs> wow. looks like Dave Chappelle. Know. Ever saw, I saw, since I saw him in Atlanta, I was like, yo, that's Dave Chappelle, bro. I kid you not. Nah. <laughs> yo. <laughs> it just you hit stupid. you, right? It just hit you. No. I don't see it. The dude got too nah, much hair. Nah, I don't. don't see it. <laughs> he got too much hair. How are you gonna be Dave Chappelle's? Uh, he ain't bald. Nah. He was in Uncut Gems. Nah, he don't. He doesn't look like him. What's his name but again? To each his own. Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith. Yeah, Lakeith. No, you're right. He was on Atlanta. No, he was in Atlanta. Yeah, he was. But no, nah, he was a he was an actual star, and it was like going off of his uh, mentality. Like with him, his perspective during that thing, so it made you feel bad for him. But you know, obviously, not a lot of people feel bad for him. And the homeboy committed suicide after that shit. So oh, it's did? like, wow. Damn. Yeah, they gave him a whole interview. I want to look up that interview because they were showing clips of the interview. And uh, and after the interview release, he committed suicide. It was uh, I was like, wow, it was deep. It was a deep movie. Um, but you know. Black History Month. You gotta dig deep more into that, into that movie, and and you're not gonna forget about Malcolm and Marie. We go. We could dig deep into some of these movies, you know. Yeah, we definitely gonna uh, recap on Malcolm and Marie. That's that's definitely on the way. But um, with Black History Month coming to a close, uh, within less than a week, uh, I have a question that we just gotta. We just gotta unlock some things, you know. <laughs> why doesn't the black community stick together? And why within our communities there's a divide between the blacks 
and Latinos. It, Oof. it stems right. He hit I'll, me I'll, with I'll, I'll crack this one open real quick because yeah, I, I have ahead. stories about having like um a racist great grandma. So it's just I wow. think no, bro. Like seriously, like my aunt, my aunts and uncles tell me all the time, like how you know my aunt, my mom's the only light skin in the family, and the rest of my aunts and uncles are like dark skin. So she really didn't fuck with them. Like their grandma didn't fuck with them. Now listen to that. You know how we have grandparents that they love us and shit. And their grandpa, mm-hmm. their grandma was like, I don't really fuck with y'all. Except my oldest uh uncle, the oldest, he, she fuck with him because he, I guess he assumed that he was the oldest. I guess I don't know. But yeah, apparently yeah. she like kind of like had a, like a racist, a racist type vibe. And I think that's and from my um well, from what I've learned and what I'm and then what I ask about and shit like that, it's just. There's like a, a real like rough um, race like racist roots, even in in like in like and, and at least for DR I don't know about any like the rest of the Caribbean or how or the rest of the Latin Caribbean countries do things but or how they go about things, but I, I I'm assuming they're kind of similar because like you know they're not too far apart from each away from each other from each other, but um yeah so there's like a lot of racist roots back like rooted back into like the culture, and it's not. Um, it was not by choice in the sense of like yeah like they like in DR they had a dictator and he was like literally like killing off the Haitians and shit like that and and all that mm-hmm. shit so like wow. and he was and he literally said words like yo I'm just trying like to lighten up the race like I'm trying like yeah I'm trying to purify the race type shit oh my god yeah bro he was he was fucked up he like he was being fucked up bro so I, I what don't, time period was this this has to be like maybe like um, maybe forties. I could be wrong because I'm not too sure. Let me actually look it up. But okay, and yeah, that, that dictator was like he was wild. It was in the 1900s, though. Yeah, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. like during the slavery. No, time. this is not 1800s, this bro. Okay. This is like no, this is like no, because he was re- he was one of very, the reasons why recent. he was really he was one of the reasons why um um the Amer- you know how Puerto Rico is like uh uh part of the U.S. by because they're uh, um what you call it what's that word again it's like colonized basically yeah it's like essentially colonized yeah so the Americans were in DR too and he was one of the reasons why and well, along with the rest of the Dominicans they were like nah fuck that shit they literally have a phrase like yo Yankee leave get out of here because they were they were not with the shits they was literally not with the shits if if that wow. didn't happen they would we DR would have been like Puerto Rico to this day we're like we're in like in limbo kind of. Where they don't know if they're mm-hmm. like yeah. they own their shit, but they get help and all that shit. Yeah, but the hey, America was in there deep, help like giving money and like helping fix roads and all that shit, just like they do in Puerto Rico. But um, he wasn't with that shit. He helped okay. them get rid of. But like I said, like it's just rooted deep in like whole um, because especially it's like you know, uh, I don't know if you know your history, but you know, DR is like the first uh, time when it came to the the, the Americas, the the Europeans and the, the Spanish came. They landed in uh, DR, which is like the the first island they landed in there. So that's where essentially like where the first colony started, and you know, as you know about the slave trade, like you know, they had their slaves and they were like, okay, so we're gonna bring our slaves here. We need people to help work, and they brought them to fucking DR. So like DR is really like hella mixed, and. Yeah. So like, there's different like different shades of Dominican and stuff like that, and it's only because the slaves came, and then you had the Europeans. Now forget to like they you know before they fucking like just killed all the Taino Indians, they were fucking like melting sex. So like, you know, for a long time before like 
they are giving gaining its independence you know it's the same typical shit where like the europeans were there they're lighter skinned and they had slaves so it was like it's something rooted deep in that and and that's not hasn't gone away for a long time because even my mom I, like they have you know people joke around and sometimes they joke around whatever but that's just something that they grew up with like and it's okay. fucking crazy to me so like that so that i don't know maybe i don't know if that uh like affects the relationship to this now to go back to sprad's question but i think it has a part in it because i mean even to this day my like my grandma she, she's don't she was the light-skinned one with like mm-hmm. and she married my grandfather and he was dark-skinned so and my gra- and her mom which is their grandma was the one saying like yo you do a little wildin so i don't know like I think it's just a per- of like how you accept things and like the whole of you know I, it, honestly like I didn't like hearing stories like that and like me growing up I did not know like how much like the things presented to you at such a young age matter mm, because yeah. I, when I'm young I'm over here like yo I just want to watch fucking Power Rangers and play Yu-Gi-Oh but like now that I'm older <laughs> I've witnessed like oh shit like it like it matters to what you say because. I I am I got blessed to like get well educated enough to even though my mom has and my uncles have that like you know like not fortitude but you know they learn those things and obviously they have to grow up and like accept the certain other things that they weren't like at their time growing up they accept I was blessed to have like to be educated enough to not be so ignorant you know mm-hmm. but that's my TED talk no I'm sorry <laughs> no it was interesting. That is an interesting take. Yeah, I never like. Uh, never. No, I'm saying. Never. No, I'm saying because you know, at the end of the day, like, I I make fun of my mom all this time because she like says no to it, and I was like, yo, I, as a matter of fact, this happened not too long ago, like a couple of days ago. I told her like, yo, let's get, let's get a DNA test, like you know, to find my mm. and my and my ancestry. Because I know for a fact I'm gonna have like 15 percent from like Kenya or fucking Nigeria or some shit, because right. like, like I'm just mixed. I have to accept it. Not to mention that my 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 dad's side, my Honduran side, is I don't know if there's, but I don't think they have black ancestry over there. I think it's just native ancestry and Spanish ancestry. So I might balance out, but I know for a fact my mom got some fucking Nigerian fucking. She probably part of some Nigerian royalty, and I make fun of her shit all that time. And she goes like, "No, I'm my skin and all that shit." And that's just joking around. So like, like as going, yes. going back to going back to what I was saying, like you know, she just grew up that way. She was like, "That's how they grew up." Like you know, even and even my aunts and uncles who are dark skin go like, "No, I'm not really black. I'm just like you know, I'm like a dark brown type shit." It's fucking crazy, bro. Mm. It's crazy how people grow up and like they still like carry like that. My mom's like fucking her like almost mid six and she still thinks that way, which is wild. Like I accept the fact that I have black roots in my side. I'm not. I'm, that's what I am. Like, what am I gonna do? I don't have no choice. Right. Yeah. I think it's a generational know. thing, like the gap. One thousand percent. Yeah. One thousand percent. I feel like once those people of that age and generation, like, once they're all fucking gone, I feel like <laughs> uh, we'll see uh, more progress as far as One, racism. 1,000%, bro, because our generation is definitely the ones after us because that Gen Z, they don't give a fuck, to be honest. But our generation is, like, we're more accepting of things and we have to, like, we accept it to a point where, like, this is what it is. I can't like. I'm not gonna tell you how you feel, and I'm not gonna tell a person who he is or what she is. So, 
if that's what you want to be, cool. I'm about my business because it has nothing to do with me. But like because the generation prior to us is so stagnant and literally just like it is what it is. It fucking wild to me that they literally just like this is what I know and this is what I'm gonna keep knowing even though the times the everything in front of me is changing and that's fucking crazy to me. Yep, and that generation is not evolving with time. Yeah, I, I come in my aunt all the time. I'm like, yo, I can't wait for you, your your boomers to like go away because they're the reason why, um, like things don't progress because like you they have this certain belief and yeah they think they're doing good in their mind but it's not reality because um for example even though, even with this like uh, all this Congress stuff and all these things going on, um, like you have a whole bunch of like. 70 year old people um talking about you know like let's perfect example is the whole student debt thing right most of the people who have a student debt are people like us the like gen like you know the millennials who went to school whether they went to college to be a doctor or whatever this is right they're over here like let's not cancel student debt to help the economy right and i'm over here like i mean that's cool fine you want to make your money whatever but like the fact that they some 70 year old people who probably already paid school or making millions of dollars and shit like that and they don't want and because they're so focused on like this certain ideologies like like they don't see the fact that we the millennials are the ones that are keeping the, the country afloat like they're like their generation is slowly fading away or retiring and doing all these things and we're the ones trying to keep it going. It's our turn to keep it afloat and do these things, and they're not literally helping us one fucking bit. No, and it when things that is never going to change until, like you said, they all retired. I even think I I don't even think this generation. I don't even I wouldn't even say all millennials, because I know some millennials who have that same ignorant mindset because it trickles down. You know, they'll always sad. be there, but I think it's really yeah, it is. But I think it's really gonna be Generation Z or whatever one comes after us. Z, yeah. That that generation is born in the next millennial, like you know, like in two thousand, whatever. They they gonna like a lot of them. Even like people think about it from two thousand eight. People were born with a black president, like that was what they know, and then they knew Trump. If they had comparison what a president should be, their first thing is gonna be how a black man was able to handle the presidency. Versus, you know, a white man handling the presidency. So it's just like, that's already going to show you the divide from there. Like us, like, yeah, we, we moved true. it forward, but we're like in the middle of it because, again, I think this show, like during like Black Lives Matter movements, it's not like it was just a whole bunch of old white people who were against it. Like you said, there was like, again, we, we all lost friends during that time, you know? And it's just like, yo, you, you, you be like, oh my gosh! You see, you can see the divide, and you can see, and it, and it was and it was very apparent after that. But um, I feel like the next generation is gonna be the real change. I think it's starting now. Bro, because they're so push they're forward. way more aggressive. Because millennials, we did, we we like sucked it up for so long, but they ain't got to the point where like, okay, enough's enough. But Gen Z, you're coming out fucking after Woodworks, fucking yeah, out the Woodworks with the. And they they're the revolutionaries. Like, whole, those motherfuckers come in guns blazing. Like you said, guns blazing. That, All the energy that whole the TikTok shit where they fucking bought up the tickets for the, the Trump uh, uh thing, the rally shit, and they bought it and no one showed up. Bro, that's wild. Yeah. All we all millennials do is talk on Twitter about like what the Gen Zers do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, and they, gave, they gave me five. When I started seeing that stuff, I'm like, what? Like, 
Like, you know, we was taught differently. You know, we was taught to, like, move in silence. We was taught to, like, just build right. slowly. Right. And they over here just, like, ramming head, like, head forward. Like, we just going to break through. Like, screw all that. Like, it's like no, we got the backup we needed because no one else is back. Yeah. And we are the backup. So we are, like, like, the support what? system for them. That we needed? Weapon? But did you say my wrong? Is that we got what that it's we like needed? It's that we got the backup that we needed. The because backup. no one was okay. backing us up. Yeah. It's like so like boomers are being yeah. selfish and so are the Xers and then we came along and they're being the other two before us are being so selfish that we don't get a fucking chance. And the Zers are like, We're gonna get our fucking chance whether you like it or not. So they're like they're yeah, they're, exactly. they're giving us fire to be like, Okay, fine so since they're gonna get their chance, we're not gonna get let them skip ahead. We're gonna get our shot first. They're gonna get theirs, but we're gonna get ours first. And that's just the problem. Like, it's like more of a a collaborative effort because like we know where we stand, and like with the the, with the uh the generation before after us, and with us, there's an understanding. Like, there's certain things are changing, and they need to be changed and and ratified immediately because of the fucking stagnant pace, especially in this country where it's been at. Yeah, and I think it's our job, and I think it's the millennials' job to help teach them and help move them forward and support them because. Again, we were built, we were like taught to like go within these corporations, go within these companies, go within these roles of teachers and lawyers and everything else and do exactly what we do. So now when they go and do what they do, they wreck this shit, you know, we did it back them up. We did it like, you know, Jay-Z's there to provide, you know, young artists with the opportunity of doing things. He let, you know, he saved people from going to jail and stuff. You know, there's people like that. There's people with actual money now. Make people that can like, yeah, they make an actual difference. So, like, what we didn't have, say, 20, 30 years ago. And that, and I think yeah, that's yeah. what's helping between no, going, back, going back to uh, Sprat's qu- uh, uh, question. I think that's what's going to help us uh, eliminate the divide yeah. that there's been so Bridge long. it back together. Yeah, because, like, that's so, what yeah, it means. I wanted to, uh, yeah, I wanted to, like, get back on because, you know, that was a great story. I didn't know all that stuff that you were saying, Myron. But, like, on the black side, um, you know, it's hard, it's hard to say. <laughs> Where, where it started, because it is a generational thing. You could go back to slavery. It's not like it's not like Europeans went straight to Africa and just like tore their land up and took people. It's like they made deals with the officials of the countries and like their own people gave them up. You understand? Yeah. They helped them get them. So it's like, where is it from? It could be from just greed, you know? It could be like from just like survival. You understand? So like you could come I back to here. You, you could come back. You could come back to America now because I, I I can't give all that information exactly how it happened, but I know that much that they paid officials and they volunteered. It wasn't like they were forced. They could have fought, you know, war and loss, whatever. But nah, they they gave it up for their own survival. So like, you come back over here and like fast forward. There's a lot of oppression for black people. There's not a lot of opportunity. So, like, we all, a lot of us, you know, grew up in poverty. A lot of us grew up, you know, with broken families already because of, you know, drugs and, and jail and, and gangs or whatever else you want to put into the community to, like, you know, separate us whenever it comes to debt. You know, just, like, giving us nothing in the community to support us, right? So then that happens. So, like, when someone gets an opportunity, they're not trying to give someone else an opportunity because, you know, it's hard for them to get it. You understand what I'm saying? So some people just get so consumed on what they're doing that they're not trying to help the next person. You know, they're just trying to help their family, even though there's another black person. 
you know, to them, you know, it's different. And I think it's different from like people that who like come out, like come from another country. Right. So like, if you come from another country and you see someone from your country, there's more of a bond because y'all know each other. But like born in America, like and being everyone from Africa. is, yeah, it's two different things. Born from America and being from America are two different things. Yep. Like even Africans will stick together, but Americans, Black Americans, like again, you were born here, so like everyone around you is your competition. You understand? Mm-hmm. It's not like oh, you go into the next person and be like oh, this familiarity. Because you have a family that you grew and born with. Like they talk about black on black crime, but they don't Wait, talk coffee, about white coffee, on white coffee, crime. Coffee. Before you get yeah. into it, let me let me ask you something because it uh it may uh it may be going where you had it. Did the American culture and American lifestyle was that a did it have a negative effect on on black people? Because like you said, Africans they come over here, they stick with Africans. And I'm pretty sure you both have seen it where it's just like Africans don't identify themselves with black Americans because we're seen as privileged. Yeah, 100 percent. Bro, it, that's it's. Yeah, more that is, so you were blaming on American culture. No, it is American America, culture, it is, bro. One thousand percent. Yeah, because even um, back in the day, like it's it, one of the reasons why there's a divide is because like, OK, so we're just going to. Like even uh like when all the segregation was happening, like there was no such thing as a Latino. So they were literally just group everyone who is not who's not light skinned together. Yo. So then people would get... Let me tell you something. Go ahead. Growing up in New York City, all I knew was there was, you know, African Americans, there was Africans, and there was Puerto Ricans. You understand? There was when I came when I went to Florida and I came back in like two thousand three. I'm like, DR, what the hell is a DR? You understand what I'm saying? I didn't even know. And then to find out there's dark-skinned people, you understand? Like, a lot of it was just unknown. And it's the ignorance because of the lack of education that exactly, they, they received, that you're receiving. So people don't know that, like, you know, if, like, for example, like, if me and Carlton or you, Sprite, were it, like, back, uh, you know, back in the day, like, in the 1930s or whatever, we'd be the same person. There's no, there's no Puerto Rican. There's no Dominican. Yeah. Anything. There's no mix. There's just like, yo, you darken, we're gonna treat you like shit. So people yeah. agree, which is why. Sorry to cut you off, which is why I, 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 uh, it frustrates me with like the Latinos that are just like, you know, I may be a little brown, but I'm not black. Like, which in <laughs> as Carlton and I probably see, like, they, they, they're basically saying I'm not a nigger. It's just like, all right. If we take this back a yep. hundred years ago, you will be considered one day. of us. To the day, 1920, bro. In 1921, we we we're all black. No, there's no there's no if ands or buts. Yeah, you know, bro. It, you're not European. I you're not them. I didn't, <laughs> you're fun, definitely not. This is a fun fact. Um, I don't know if you guys know. Um, uh, not to bring all. We always talk about sports on this podcast, to be honest. But it's just fun. <laughs> but um, uh, the Negro leagues. They the MLB finally like a couple months ago they finally acknowledged the Negro leagues as real like a real yeah. league for, for real stats. I did not know that they're like they're like the first Dominican-born player to play professional baseball now because he he couldn't play major leagues, so he played Negro leagues. Was he played in the Le- Negro leagues and he was like played in like nineteen eighteen something or whatever. And I didn't know about him until like the, the stats became like legit. But like again, it goes back to showing like yeah, he was just dark skin, a Dominican dark who wanted to play baseball, but he ha- he couldn't play major leagues because he wasn't yeah. light skin, so he had to go play the Negro leagues because they didn't know what the fuck they didn't give a fuck. He was like from the Caribbean or whatever. And I think that's a big Dark. understanding from like even people growing up because 
Yo, I don't think um, people understand. Is... It's just racism was just a, a thing where it was like it was just like you just don't belong. Like they, you, know, you just don't belong, and then that's it. You know, it's crazy about that too that you say that. So like, if you're if you're a mix, like say let's keep it plain. If you're mixed with you know black and white, right, and you have you know black more like dominantly black features, you're gonna get treated worse than someone with predominantly white features. Yep. Right, and then the okay. people with predominantly white features, they still get treated worse than the people who are actually white because then they don't have that straight hair. Yep, you understand? But then they're in the limbo because black people don't always look at them the same too because they look white. <laughs> you understand? So <laughs> it's like they, you know, they have like such a bad identity culture, and yeah, it goes back to the you could say American ways. So like, this is another thing I want to say because to your to your questions, Fred, right? Like, if you travel the world. America has a negative view. Like people look at Americans negatively. They don't look at them with respect because of lack of education, because of like just the um obnoxiousness of like how America think they're so fucking great. Like and it's just like we're so slow and we're so behind the other world. Like everyone uses a different metric system than us. Like what makes us so different that we have to use you know some weird shit? Funny, and the rest of the world, yeah. What's funny with that though, which is crazy to me because like when America was getting to start become a country I think you could say that braggadocio yeah we were fucked up like everyone else like you know everyone at that point like slavery was like not to say that it was like a good thing but it was a normal thing to do right and all that racist stuff that was happening but yeah at that time you know America was the reason why like when they re- they beca- did the revolution they're the reason why France did their revolution they're the reason why Bardes and, and all the mm-hmm. people in South America started the revolution. So at one point, yeah, there was a braggadocio of like, yeah, we're the f- country that started shit, and we wanted to set the standard. They did just actually they did set the standard when it becomes like, yo, we want to make our own country. We're not gonna have no colonies and all that shit, right? So I think that independence, just, yeah, and, the, and yeah, I think that just like because of all the things that were coming out, I think that got got, got tarnished, and obviously over time the. People still want to have the American dream and come over. That's still a thing where, like, you know, at the end of the day, when you come here, you have the freedom to do better things. But I just think there's so much dark. There's a past. lot of strict laws. Yeah, there's a lot. There's, there's a. I think there's just the dark past, like from America, that's just coming to light and more. And the shit that keeps continuing, that shit that keep, keeps continuing, like, so that shit that's still rooted from all the way back then till now. Exactly. It's wild. Like yo, the government and all the, the all the laws was built for for the, that group of people to continue to gain wealth yeah, and bro, success like... and to oppress the others. You understand? Like it was never really bad. <laughs> and that's the thing. And that's when you when you really dissect it, you'll see it. Here's a question. Um, now that now that I started thinking about it, uh, as we were talking, um, the divide. Do you think the divide was created because like America, like? America started that divide on purpose or like subliminally without even doing it because I like at a certain point you have to imagine if you're a black man in America and in segregation like you you're just all about yours so you don't care about the next person right. whether black or not right so I'm assuming like uh, at, at one point yeah the blacks started getting together because you know they want to get rid of segregation but it wasn't more of a, uh, it was more of like yeah I'm black but you're Latino so like you I, like kind of looking less on you uh, at you at a certain extent because like I've been so um like uh, like put under control for and restricted for so long like why does the 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 next person get a chance to be with me you know I'm just putting that maybe I don't know maybe that could can do it because that could have been no nah, I think it yeah it does it's like 
It's sad to say because nothing nothing is outright direct anymore. Everything is through strategy. So you mm-hmm. won't see it, but everything is said through statistics and numbers. You understand? So, like, yeah, 100%. You ain't going to see it nowhere where you're going to be like, oh, here's a file report. I'm saying this and that. And but, yeah, say opportunities given. At during what times? Like, what more people? You understand what I'm saying? Like, things things change during different times. And 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 you and you'll see like what what groups and communities are affected. You understand? So it's 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 a weird thing. And yeah, they, it's called segregation, and that's what started. It. You understand? Separating, separating the people, segregation making them within different. that segregation, bro. Exactly. I'm pretty sure there's there were a bunch of privileged black black people at the time that got away exactly. with stuff that, it's didn't, called, that yo, they didn't get away with, and other other well, blacks didn't. You know, you, you know where it started up, from? It's called the house nigga. That's what it started. Let, let, let me put my two cents two cents in before you uh go there, cause you need to put I ten cents in, bro. You asking all questions, not like your partner. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, he just died in the I corner, dying down notes. Hmm, hmm, Carlton. Yes, nah, yes, yeah. <laughs> you know what I think it is. I think it's like it's just lack of trust. Um, it's trauma, yep. and I think it's just like this. Um, this. On let me see, like I'm not gonna say traceable, just this scar on a scar on us that's just not visible, but it's just there on every black person passed down generation to generation. And I say that because there were like many inventions black people created, and the white person got credited for, or buildings and whatnot that we've built and housed or like you know funded, and then just like. Now we're like kicked out of it, and a white person is in control of it, or residing, or you know, profiting off of our shit. So I think it's just like we carry that. It's been carried out through generation, through families, to where it's just like we're just wired and like I'm not gonna say. It's, I guess you can say genetically built that way. It's just like we just don't have trust, and we just all about self. Not saying that we don't care. Yeah. But like, our immediate family or our circles is just like I don't care about really because nah. every time I lend a hand or try to make yeah. something to you got bit rest. yeah you got, you got, you you got, got bit. bit it's, it's like give me your own people your own family be like yo I even try to help you and shit and it's just again it goes from generational like just the shit that happens through generations like what they had to go through and their trauma like you said and how it all connects. It's just like how are you supposed to trust someone you see them doing bad? Like how are you supposed to how are you supposed to give somebody an opportunity when you know they're gonna make you look bad, it's gonna ruin your opportunity. You understand? Like it's like, yo, but you trying to get an opportunity so you can help other people too. But in a way you gotta ignore people. You know? It's it's weird. But one thing I would say, my bad, I didn't mean to cut you off, my fault, bro. But you 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 saying some good stuff. Like one thing I say is like you see a lot of people um do their thing, like they leave their city or they leave wherever they go from. Like, yeah. make it big and then come back and produce something for the city in a way. It's like if you stay where you are, you can't really help as much as if, if you leave. And people see that as betrayal. You understand? People look at that as betrayal, like you're not helping your community, you're not helping this, Bro, not helping that. It's just like, yo, listen, where, like, you're a product of the fucking. Yeah. It, it's so expensive to even live here and stuff like that. We can't even fucking get our own shit together. So, like. I'm 1,000% at home. Know a whole bunch of people who like left the city and like are doing better for themselves. 
I don't know if they give it back or whatever, but I know life is better for them that way, so they might be able to give back. I know I would definitely give back if I had the, the opportunity to, especially for my community. Yeah. And it's about what you want to sacrifice along the way, too. Uh, I got a question. You, no, no. You I, I finish what you're saying, no, though. No, I finished yeah. my statement. That was it. I just wanted to get it off before I forget. Okay. I got a statement. Can you guys recall uh, the first time or any time you guys were called a nigger? <laughs> oh, wait. Let me ask this one. It's funny. Um, It was actually funny. It was on. I mean, it's not the first time. But this was like it was just like it, it was the first thing I thought of. Um, yeah, I was playing Call of Duty. It's when like like PS3, you know, Modern Warfare Two was out. You know, that's, that's when story. like gaming online was first. Yeah, everyone trash talking. <laughs> yeah, you know, everyone trash talking. Everyone, you know, I'm in college. I remember I was in FAMU playing this shit. You know, talking shit. And then like, I had, I was with my people, and then and then like some guy on the thing goes, "Are you a nigger?" I was like. <laughs> Yo, no fucking way this this motherfucker just asked me if I'm a nigga. Like, did he, I'm like, what kind of audacity? And then you hear his people, his friends, because they was a man or whatever. They were like, hey, bro, that wasn't me. Don't be, you know, I, I didn't I didn't say that. That wasn't me. I didn't, that was him. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I I don't think it was right. He said, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah. I was like, yo, I told all girls, I'm like, yo. This nigga didn't say if I was a nigga. I had to go. I had to go on the fucking like and curse him out too. He like you, you racist white motherfucker. Oh, that shit was wild, man. It, it was more of a shock, you know. It was definitely more of a shock. Like trust me, bro. But then another one. No, my bad, yo. And then another one. I was playing ball. I was up in Loretta Park, right? Oh god. Yeah, yeah, nah, but it wasn't crazy. So, like, again, we we all say it. It's like a word we use, like, on like, uh, you know, we don't, you don't second guess you. Like, nigga, what's up? You know, nigga, whatever. You know. So, like, I remember, I remember, dude called a foul on me. A white boy called a foul on me, and I was like, nigga, like, nigga, I did not touch you. Some shit like that, right? And he just looked at me. He was like, "I'm not black." And I was just like, "What?" I was like, respect, like, respect. <laughs> Yo, it's just so shy. You know, like the thing is, this I, I know the difference when someone's like trying to be super disrespectful, and like I don't let it get to me. You know, all the time because, like, again, I I, I don't let certain things get to me unless you really want to fight. I'm not gonna fight these people out here. You understand? But like the shock and the like the it was just hilarious. Like wow, I can't believe people really like this out here. You know what I mean? Like, like wait, wait, this is serious. I, all right, so I said respect because I took it a different way, but you took it as him saying, literally, like don't call me nigga because I'm a not nigga because I'm not black. Yeah, I took it as that too, yeah. 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 Mind Dude, you, like what, we live in New York City, where it's like, bro, like I, technically I it's slang as nice. fucked up as it is to say that. I was I was trying to be too nice. I figured he took it as. Don't call me that because I can't call you. No hell no. A nigga. Nah, he was just like I'm not. He black, never would have so called Carlton nigga. nigga. <laughs> that was the case. <laughs> you know, all those kids was fucking. I was I was a big dude over there. It was just. It was just again. It was just the shock factor. Like that shit. You know, I'm not gonna go and swing people over over words. You know, I even had cops. You know, stop me on some bullshit, and like ask me, how, did I get there by boat? Like, what do you mean? How did I get here? What do you mean? You get hit by boat? Like, what the fuck does that what? mean? You know what I'm saying? Bro, Carter, yeah, you did not you, say that you, to bro. you, bro. 
He said to me straight to my face. I would have walked away. I would have walked away. I'm like, if I have nothing to do. That happened in Liberty Park, too. But you know what I'm saying? But the thing is this. You know, they got my ID. What am I doing walking away? What am I doing acting out? I'm not doing nothing stupid. Surprise, you was there. You remember that day? It was a group of us. No, he actually. He was in the back, though. I was the only one talking. I was like, let me do the talking because, you know, people, there was a bunch of us saying, and we were just playing ball. Yo, you don't remember that day? That line? You said that line? So, uh, you know, you know, it happened to me. I'm not, I'm not going to exaggerate this story. This is how it happened. You know how they get, they got, we was leaving the park, was we not? Yeah, right. Yeah, we were. We were on the way out the park. It was a group of us. It was like seven of us. A lot of people from my college and Spry was with me. We're leaving the park. We were on our way out the park. Cops stopped us in the park. Cops drove their car in and stopped us in the park. And then they came and they asked us, well, you know, what we're we doing. We was like, we just came from playing ball and we're leaving. And then he was asking for IDs. So he's looking at my IDs and he was like, how do you get here? And I'm like, what do you mean? And then he was like, did you get here by boat? I'm like, what? And I was like, he's like, how did you get here? I said, I said, I go to school down the block. You can see my ID too for that. And he was like, oh, no, no, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, and then then they go and they check their, uh, you know, they check IDs, they run IDs through, whatever. Right? And then another cop car comes. Right? Right. Another cop car comes. And so they come back and they ask us if we had any unpaid. They asked me. They asked me because I guess I was the one talking, right? They asked me if I had any unpaid parking, um, unpaid like a, a warrants or whatever like this. Do you have any warrants? And I said, no. I said, do you have any unpaid tickets? And I'm like, no. And then it was like, well, they tell you have one and we got to send you down to the to the, um, to the station. Like we got to take you, take you with us. And then they looked me in the face and said, psych. You don't remember that? Nah, that's crazy. I don't remember that. See, you was in the back. I remember that because you was in the back of everybody else. I was in the front That's talking. You was like, I remember that because only two of us got only two of us got um a ticket that day. Only two of us got a summons to go to court. Wait, and why you get for being in the for... park. For being in the park after dark. But you guys were leaving. And guess who? Exactly. And guess who? And guess what? It was the two darkest people that was in a fucking court, and none of us had wars for anything. You know what I'm saying? So that's an example. And of course, like that's not too vivid to Sprad because Sprad he was there, but like he was in the back again. He wasn't dealing with that. And I was the one that was slowly affected. My other boy, he saw it too. And it was fucked up because his girl at the time, you know, it was like family it was a cop and she had a badge and he wasn't even protected by that. She was cool. But like they still gave him a summons, then they gave me a summons. And they couldn't get nobody else a summons because some of them had warrants. For unpaid tickets. That's fucking wild. And you know? the great thing about it, Myron, is uh, the end of 2019, I was going up for uh, a position on uh, NYPD, and that shit came up, and I'm like, summons. Well, you got Boy. so you got a summons, and I never knew about it. Never. That's I, fucking I'm wicked. St- I. I had to leave the, the the group session. I'm like, officer called me aside. He was like, yeah, this came up on your phone. I'm like, what? 
I'm like feeling embarrassed. I'm like, damn. So then I'm thinking, I'm like, summers for what? Like, from what year was that called? In 20... 2012? I, I forgot what year yeah, they said. Yeah, it was around uh, like 12, 13. Yeah, it was around then. So, I'm like, It was like November, right? Yep, yep, 2012. So, my Oh, so they didn't even give y'all. That's nope. fucked up. That's not something, my So, you see that? Wow, bro. They didn't even give him that shit. They, they presented to me and one other person. They didn't even give him that shit. And oh. they still had him accountable for it. When I went to court to get... Uh... I forgot what exactly it's called. I guess like a a verification letter to say that it was dismissed. They were like from 2012. I was like, yeah, I had no idea about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, and then yeah, when I when we when I got to court, they didn't even they just looked at the they looked at the reason. The judge rolled his eyes and was like, just to stay out of trouble for six months. And this would be dismissed. And I'm just like, and I just wanted to Six say, stay months. out of trouble from doing what? Like, what the fuck did I do? You know, it's like, I didn't do shit. I was leaving the fucking park with a basketball in my hand with a group of people. Right. Like, but I couldn't even say that. I just, I guess I just had to accept it. You know, Myra, me a favor. crazy thing about it, Myra, my brother was there. He left like a couple minutes before the cops rolled up. And when they rolled up, I was like, damn, we should have left when he left. That's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, and and just for everyone to know, that happened at Loretta Park, where during 2020 Black Lives Matter movement, they had a Blue Lives Matter movement in that same very park. Bro, how ignorant you got to be to have, like, say, Blue Lives Matter when, like, oh, like Black Lives Matter means everyone matters. Like, how ignorant you got to be. Yep. And it's, it's an Italian and uh, Albanian neighborhood. In the Bronx. Yep. That is predominantly Latino and, and, and you black. talk about... <laughs> no, and you talk about segregation. If you go... If you go down that... Uh, what was What is it? Morris Park Ave. Morris Park, Morris Park Avenue? Yeah. And once you hit, like... like mm-hmm. What is it? Not Williamsbridge. Where Williams is that? Bridge? Right, cross section. Yeah. No, it's a cross section near that Rite Aid. Right the hill. It's like, oh, if you, go, you know what I'm talking about. That's um, Morris Park and Bronxdale, way before you get to yeah, the park. Yeah, Bronxdale. So before you get to the park, but I'm saying the different sides. If you go to Bronxdale and you look to your left, you're going to see the Italian-Albanian side. If you look to your right, you're going to see the, the black and Hispanic side. Like It's really like that. And it's really that cutoff on the hill that brings you down. See, like, in the borough, like in, like I said, the Bronx, like, it's a predominantly black and Latino to see like that. Um, like, I could pretty forget like um like that's literally predominantly Italian neighborhood. You guys talk about Morris Park. I'm like, oh shit, yeah. Like there's people out there, there, but it's like yeah, they haven't. Yeah, they even have the Italian flag painted painted, painted on in the, the street. street in the street. Yeah, because it's an Italian neighborhood. That place is more Italian than Arthur Ave, and Arthur Ave is the Italian neighborhood in the fucking Bronx with all the Italian shit in it. Shit is crazy. It'd be right next to you. You never know. That's true. I, I got another question for you guys. Um, as a kid in school, do you guys like have any stories or memories of like just being labeled? Like, uh, we we could dig into more of what you said, Carlton. It was just like when you was in Florida, all you knew was black, Puerto Rican, and white. And then you said as you got a little older, 
and you came, you moved to New York, you was just like, oh, there, there's such thing as Dominican, and then such and such. Because like, I'll answer like, um, I remember, like being in like middle school, and you see the kids in the uh, ESL ESL class or like the bilingual class, and you know, obviously they can't communicate with the rest of the students and classes. And I remember like a bunch of you know you know, black students bothering, I'm going to assume they were Mexican, but, you know, bothering the Mexican crew or the bilingual crew, making fun of them because, you know, uh, you know, they can't speak English and, you know, they don't know what the fuck we're saying and you can take advantage of them. And, you know, as a kid, it's funny, but when you get older, it's, it's, it's really nice. Like, but when you tend to do ignorant shit like that, Hello? Yeah. Yeah, keep on going. Um and um I don't know if like, I'm trying to think for myself. Uh well clearly I was black. Ain't nobody <laughs> Latino with this last name. Um and then like I don't know if you got like I I didn't experience that older so people you a certain way until they realize like for me like I'm like in between I'm like not too dark not too light so I've been treated a certain kind of way by like a particular group until they figure like oh well you're black so let me not be as friendly uh towards you or because I thought you was Latino let me. Oh, I wasn't cool with you at first because I thought you was Latino, but now I figure out you're black. You're one of us now. You know, now we're cool. You guys got any like stories of, of that? Uh, honestly, no. Nah, I don't. I like I. I honestly like I was like always like avoiding like shit unnecessary shit even as a kid. I was more antisocial when I was younger, so I was like, this doesn't have to do with me. I'm out. Like you know, so I never really got into like an experience like Carson or yours or treated differently or whatever. Um, I mean, I was, I did, I do, I, I do sympathize with when, how you say, like, since you're not, like, too dark or not too light, like, you were, like, treated differently until they found out what you are, so I get right. understand that 100%, but I would never got into, like, a situation like that, I mean, it, it's more, like, just because we live in the area we live in, I guess, I, I don't know, I've seen, like, see stuff or, like, I've guns and stuff, but, like I said, I try to stay away from my stuff and, uh, you know, just be educated and stuff. To do the you know do what I was supposed to do at the right time. You already know I, I experienced a lot of that shit. I remember somebody came up to me speaking Spanish, thought I was Dominican when I was younger. Then when I told them about don't speak Spanish, they looked at me like they looked at me with disgust. Like <laughs> my bad, like, I'm oh, black. Don't worry about it. I take the book. <laughs> I talk Spanish. I'm saying I don't speak Spanish. I'm out. I don't try. To, I'm nah, not trying to help out no abuelitas out here. Fuck that. Yeah, I remember a girl tell me. I remember a girl tell me that, like, you know, she can hang out with black people, but she can't date them because her parents don't like them. I'm like, oh, cool. mm. I'm like, okay, you know, <laughs> yo, you know the word, the weirdest crazy shit was. I remember one of my boy's birthdays. Chick was getting gang bang. I mean, she and she wanted it. It was she was very volunteer, but it was a Spanish crowd, right? I didn't want to be a part of it, but my boy was trying to get me a part of it. But she like she don't really fuck with black guys. I'm like, I ain't like this bitch is getting fucked by at least ten niggas, sucking these ten dicks. 
So go and tell me, cause I'm oh like, my God. <laughs> yeah, bro. What like, is okay. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Yeah, wow, that's not funny, but wow, that's hilarious. It is, bro. but no, it's it's it's, 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 it's comical, cause it's like you think I want to stick my dick in you, and I don't know none of these niggas. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, it, you know, like we the. It, it's it's there. It's been there. I've seen it. Um, again, I laughed. Is that your FAMU like Chappelle do. Nah, that was after FAMU. FAMU, FAMU is a black college, bro. FAMU is a, it's all it's a HBCU. So I was surrounded by black. Everything was black. The white guy. I was cool with the white guy in the black school though, cause I I ain't like everybody being black. <laughs> I'm like I like the different crowd. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I always I always had diverse friends. I always had diverse friends. I never. But again. I, I traveled, you know, so like I, 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 you know, people, I think what I think the, the think the language barrier and like the, the different norms and the different cultures stop people from being friends and stop people from getting to know each other. But like one thing I learned from traveling is that like, you know, when you first meet somebody, smile, you know, when you, when you eat their food, don't tell them it's nasty. Certain things like that, proper yeah, etiquette proper as far as you meeting and respecting and someone else's someone culture. Like helps help help me like get to know more people, get to understand more people, because you get to see like, you know, some some is some of it is a lot is stereotypes, but a lot of it is just like cultural norms that people don't understand. Like you know how they blame Asians, or not blame Asians, but they talk shit about Asians being smart and they make all these jokes about them. But it's just like, yo, do you know the education system? Like, do they have a fucking day off from learning? That's what they do. You understand, like. People, mm, people all talk. have their different cultures. People all have their different living, different ways of being grown up. You can't even blame a person for being racist if they were born and like they when they and they saw their parents calling their slave a nigga. Like that's what they know. That's what they grow up to do. It's like if you're willing to understand and willing to learn someone else, that's the real value into like you know expanding. You know, but again, there's new generations on that. Again, I experienced a lot of this shit, but again, I, I think I was blessed to be able to travel and understand people's cultures. So I don't take offense to it unless you're really just trying to hate on me. And you're you know, I'll swing at you. No, it's not, but yeah, and like but even so, shoplifters, when I used to work, you get caught, you fucking nigger. You uneducated nigger. But I'm like, okay, first of all, you the one trying to steal because you don't got a damn place to live. And I got a degree, but I don't have to tell you this. You understand what I'm saying? Don't like, pick it the vice versa. Right. Don't, don't pick it the vice versa when they're you black and like you being racist. Yeah, like oh, you doing this? Like nah, bro. Like I'm gonna keep bro, it I'm hundred. Black. Why am I being racist? You over here? I saw you. Yeah. <laughs> and like nah, nigga, it's my job, bro. You understand what I'm saying? Like, but I understand you trying to eat. I understand you trying to do this, but you understand I'm trying to eat too, and you fucking up my money. You understand? Like, if you talk to somebody like that, then they understand better. And and and, and I feel bad for some of the people who came in and shoplifted because some of your team members treat them like shit and just like, you don't even understand that. Like, how can I go to a person and just look at them and say what's up and blah, blah, and ask them leave and they be respectful versus you seeing them, you judging them, and you treating them, you're ready to fight them the minute you see them. Of course they're going to be ready to fight you because they feel judged already. You understand? So, like, it's like little mm. things like that. It's a lot of that shit. But, again... This new generation, I think, has learned it, and I think a lot of people who have this white privilege or use that shit, like the, like they call the, what is this, the, the Karens to the world and all that stuff, they 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 just use it against 
you know, to their advantage is, is rude, you know? And that shit gonna end, but it's still out there, and I think the next generation, we're gonna see the real change. But we still do our things. We learning, like, creating our own businesses, our financial literacy, and building our own stuff so we can teach that and help teach that next generation as well. So there'd be more freedom in the future. You know what I'm saying? That's my TED Talk. So. <laughs> yeah, a couple of those on this episode. Or, I think I think I think that was a good code. Did we crack that? With that being said, we cracked the code <laughs> on this episode, guys. Thank you for tuning in <laughs> to the Code Ninety Nine podcast. It's your boy Sprad signing out. Your boy Myron. It's your boy Carl G. Peace.